Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. Today is going to be a nice regenerative row. We're just going to do 30 minutes at 18 strokes per minute. And your pace is going to be round about 2k plus 20 to 22 seconds. Okay, so it's only 30 minutes and it's a nice easy one. This is going to give you a chance to work on your technique and to try and really refine that energy system. Make sure that you're good, fit and strong for when it comes to trying to put in some kind of power. Okay, no big sell here. That's just basically all we're doing so let's just get into our four minute warm-up because of course i can talk to you more during the row today no point preloading it now now we start off by setting up the machine go to your drag factor first on the concept two that's controlled by the lever on the side and set it where you want it to be now if you don't have a drag factor please do check out the video on this youtube channel i'm rowing at around about 120 if you care really uh, next up go to your monitor and set it at eye heights you're not having to look up and you're not having to look down and finally your foot stretcher foot strap height whatever you want to call it should be set so that you're able to get to the front of the machine comfortably with your shins in a vertical position okay if they are too low you're going to go flying past that vertical position if they're too high you might not quite get there all right so Four minute warm up, we're gonna start 18 strokes a minute and the power is gonna be just enough of a connection from your feet so you can think about the timing between your feet pushing and your hands picking up the handle, okay? I'll explain as we get into this. Here we go then, in three, two, one, let's go. So just enough of a push that you feel that it's not like a really a light, loose stroke. And what you're looking for is that push of your feet to happen at exactly the same time the handle connects with the flywheel or water wheel whatever you're using on your machine what you don't want to do is push too soon which sends your backside scooting out from underneath you or what you don't want to do is to connect the handle first and then push with your legs because suddenly it's all over the place you're both to happen at the same time and if possible think about doing it with your back in a forward lean and your arms straight i'll talk more technique again during the main session but that's all i'm on about I start to increase your pace, get closer to 2k plus 20 hopefully, and 2k means your average time to row 500 meters in a 2k time trial. So row 2k as fast as you can, divide your resulting time by 4, and that gives you the average time to row 500 meters in your 2000 meter time trial so then when I say 2k plus 20 you just go 20 seconds slower than that full description is on this video's description so go have a read if you want let's put one leg on the floor or one foot on the floor <laughs> and carry on rowing one leg on the floor got you lying down on the floor or trying to <laughs> Anyway, carry on rowing. Good old push from your leg should still be happening here. You maybe drop off about five or six seconds pace. That's all right, you've only got one leg in. 
Nice swap feet. Do the same for the next 30 seconds. Maybe take a look and see if there's a dramatic change in pace between one foot and another. One or two seconds is fine, but if you're like 10 seconds slower, that shows a real imbalance between your legs. Okay, both feet in, legs straight, roll with your back and arms. This is important for getting that feeling of connecting your back to the handle here. Okay, so as you swing over your back, you're creating power from that backswing first and then pulling in your hands. Two more. One more. Now let's roll to the front with straight arms and a forward lean and just press out with your legs, not too powerfully for the time being, because I want you just to hold this forward lean and straight arms as you press. And if you push too hard, you'll end up swinging back. And I want you to try and hold this forward lean as you're just driving with the legs, getting that timing right. Okay, one more. So, ah, bang on zero. Ah. Okay, that is our warm up done. Have a quick drink, move up and down the rail, and I'll quickly describe what we're doing today. Okay then, so today's session is 30 minutes at 18 strokes per minute and at 2K plus 20 to 22 pace. It's an incredibly familiar uh, workout. This one's all over my channel because it's so important. Okay, by slowing this down, it gives you a chance to work on your energy system, to spend time working on your technique, to develop your flow. It's just such an incredibly important session to do in terms of developing your time on the rowing machine. And what I hope is that by doing it enough that uh, that you'll fall in love with this session as much as me um, but we'll talk about more of this within the row there's no point in me kind of top loading it now um, but yeah so just strap in get yourself ready for it, or don't strap in in fact to tell you the truth I'm going to do this I'm going to do it strapless I always forget to do this one strapless so I'm going to do the entire thing strapless you can do this as well if you want but if you've never done strapless rowing before rather than actually taking your feet completely out the straps what i suggest is that you just loosen them right off so that if you get it wrong <laughs> you can kind of quickly flick your feet up to prevent you going flying off the back of the machine okay so here we go then so 30 minutes at 18 strokes per minute pace run about 2k plus 20 to 22 seconds okay in three two one go right so, if you've been doing the 10k plan, this is week seven, session, session? Session four. And it comes right at a point in the week when we've just had three tough sessions. We had the 12 times three minutes. That was really heavy um, cardio and muscle power. Then we had the 60 minutes, but obviously because it was 60 minutes worth of rowing, was really heavy from a cardio point of view. Then session three was the 20 times one minute on, 
one minute off at max power at 20 strokes a minute so that was a real muscle burner so for those folks who are now at session four of week seven on the 10k plan this should be a really welcomed session in terms of like i say it being a regenerative row i tend to call these recovery rows but recovery is an odd word if you want real recovery take a day's break so it's like an active recovery and even then half hours worth of rowing is nowhere near the same as taking a rest day and trust me the importance of a rest day well it became all too evident to me yesterday actually I did 10 days straight of either rowing or cycling on Zwift and the cycles on Zwift were all races so they were all absolutely max effort time trial races and the only kind of easy day I had was what four days ago Sunday it's Friday today so and we're talking about yesterday uh, and even then that was 30 minutes well, it's exactly the same session as this actually so it was a light day but it wasn't a rest day and then yesterday I strapped in to do this session got about 10 minutes into it and just everything so the bottom fell out from underneath me I was just ragged legs just felt like they were somebody else's breathing was all over the place I just had to stop and kind of limp off and just say I just have to just take the rest of this as a rest day and hope that by today I'd recover which so far I'd say I have I'm trying to sit at 2k plus well I'm hoping for an average of 2k plus 20 by the end but I'm kind of easing myself into it at run about 2k plus 21 for the first 10 minutes just to make sure 
I get through the session today. And it wasn't that I'd over overtrained really. It's just no recovery. I haven't gone ten days without a rest day and then adding in I mean week six session five was tough and then week seven one two three have all been tough a couple of bike rides and my body was just crying out for a day without exercise so all I'm saying five minutes later is it's important to keep an eye on your energy system and even if you have plans for what you're meant to be doing that day be sensible if you get the feeling your body's not up for it and take a rest and shift your plans down by a day unless you've got a reason to steadfastly stick to a training schedule everybody will agree that training around your energy and recovery levels is more important than just saying well Saturday is my rest day I'm not going to wait until or I'm not going to rest until Saturday which was basically my plan I was going to have a rest tomorrow but needed it yesterday instead right sorry that was one of these all about me intros that wasn't even the interesting part of me although not entirely sure I have an interesting part of me <laughs> let's talk about today's session a little bit and then can move on to more interesting things like dinner plans and all that stuff after we've talked about it and by today's session I mean the point behind it and how it lets you work on technique so don't worry I'm not skipping the technique chat so these low rate sessions I've described in the past couple of videos 
my metaphor for your energy being a big bowl so you've got like a big bowl of clay and when you first start rowing that bowl can fit some energy into it but it's a bit of a strange shaped bowl so not only do you run out of energy quite quickly it doesn't really get that energy out efficiently and so you spend time training and yeah just random rowing will give you a slightly bigger bowl more energy won't really do much to help the shape of the bowl but you at least have a bit more fuel for your rows but then you come to a plan like this and start doing sessions like this where your heart rate doesn't get too high your muscles don't overload you get a chance to work on technique your blood system improves and you get fitter stronger and faster as a result of these rows because that lower heart rate thing is what makes your bowl bigger you do these sessions for half an hour your fitness improves your bowl of available power increases every time you do a session like this but also because of your chance to work on technique and your breathing your flow through the stroke how you're putting that energy into the row that's what shapes your bowl into a much more efficient delivery vessel let's call it on how to use the power that you are holding in your bowl and so if you do 30 minutes and you get a bit kind of lost with these low rate rows and so you just speed up the stroke rate and then that disconnects your ability to shape your bowl because you're no longer really working on 
that flow of your stroke or you say hang on 18 strokes a minute at 2k plus 20 it's a piece of cake I could easily roll that same stroke rate at 2k plus 12 and really get a good workout from it and yep you'll get a good high intensity workout but your bowl won't get any bigger from it your muscle power might but that real energy system development that is the point of a row like this or 20 strokes a minute that's what builds your power your energy system your ability to put in muscle power over periods of time because you've got a better bigger bowl of, power, of energy I keep kind of mixing up power as I like power from a battery you get what I mean? energy so that's why rows like this exist and these are really what allow you to go fast in a 2k 5, 6, 10 even an hour these give you the bigger bowl to fuel those rows but then technique comes with it and lots of people do just struggle especially at 18 because it's that little bit slower just struggle to hold these lower rates and it really is about rhythm and flow and I'm not talking rhythm of a drummer more the rhythm of a dancer how your body transitions from phase to phase of the stroke how you hold the position and then you swing the leg drive is a smooth push it's like a arc of power that you're putting in you're not at any point stabbing and jerking at the machine everything flows from one phase 
to another which is most evident at the back of the stroke and usually where the big kink or hiccup can be for people who struggle with low rates so you do your leg drive and you need to get your legs down so ideally legs come down and pretty much a fraction of an instant afterwards is when your back finishes its lean into a backwards position and then right after that is when your handle comes in so it's almost like boom 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 it's like a triptych boom 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 of legs back arms boom 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 and that gets the power into the machine rather than sending you backwards and it's getting that timing right that allows me to row with my feet out of the straps because I'm still out and because my legs come down to a finish and there's no more backwards momentum or no more that my core can't handle anyway I don't need to tug my feet against the foot straps and it helps if I think about pointing my toes towards the front of the machine as well to really concentrate on not using the foot straps if I had them to return so I finish handle comes in and I do not hold hardly even for a tenth of a second I'm just in out at the same rhythm in out I'm not throwing the handle away I'm not push, jerking it just in out same rhythm same speed it comes in at it goes out at and then that handle away creates that forward momentum which carries your back over your hips again into your forward lean so it's all fluid just in out lean in out lean and you get this nice flow which at 18 strokes a minute is slow enough for you to really concentrate and almost luxuriate in 
because you're not needing to race through these transitions and then once your handle and your hands are past your knees your back should be in the right lean so you don't have to move anymore with your back you're in the perfect position and so all you have to do is bend your knees and because of your forward momentum the weights towards the front of the seat you will effortlessly slide towards the front of the machine without needing to tug or throw or race and then you arrive at the front of the machine with your arms straight and loose you're in that forward lean and all you have to do is turn it around wait till your shins are vertical and then instantly push out with your legs keep those arms straight keep that forward lean and push now there's an element of timing that's useful to know through the stroke especially at these rates where your drive phase so as you push and then rock pull in and come to a finish the speed you do that at is twice as fast as your recovery so if it takes one second to drive and come to a finish it then takes two seconds to recover and it's almost like you go one second drive then one second arms back and then one second legs it's almost that but remember I want you to flow we're not talking about going drive arms back slide in a very sawtooth mechanical way this is what I mean by rhythm and flow is that if you get your body positions right and that transition from phase to phase but the stroke is right it should all just flow like a dance or like Tai Chi it should just feel smooth like you're curving into each phase 
and then that drive phase that has to be twice as fast it's not just about limply scooting and then limply scoot in order to get it done in a second limply scoot oh I've lost my average there hang on ah, let me catch up the point is that that fast drive speed drive phase of your stroke is how you get the power into the machine so by connecting your feet and hands remember that from the warm-up with a forward lean and straight arms as you push into the machine and you're trying to go for a one second drive all that power surges into the handle because of your position and your powerful leg drive so that's how you get the faster drive phase is that connection and a real push so you're hanging off the handle it's like your backside should almost feel a little lighter on the seat not so much that you take off and the seat escapes but just a little lighter now just to close just to talk about your arms like I say nice and straight at the front now it's straight wrists neutral height so that power travels through your arms in a straight line make sure not to tense up you're not rigid nice and loose coming forwards and then brace against the power as you drive and then as you come into a finish try and get the handle to sternum height and really think about what kind of posture and layback you have at the finish what I mean by layback is how far back you lean because I have a bad habit of leaning a bit too much so my hands finish too high like above sternum and in order to pull the handle in I have to do a bit of bunny hands kind of like this almost whereas 
This is another genius of rowing strapless. In order to make this strapless row effective, I don't overlean at the back. And that keeps my handle finish at a more sensible height. So I don't need those bunny hands in order to bring the handle in. And that's a real eye-opener from a technique point of view. Because it shows just how bad I slip when I'm strapped in. Oh, one more stroke. Now, how is that for an easy 30? Now, if you are on the 10K plan, what I recommend is just do the cool down that's coming up, but stop there. Don't do any more rowing today. Let that give you a recovery. And then session five or week seven is back up to slightly more spicy stuff, which you'll then have the energy for. If you've just done that straight row and you have no plans to do another tough session next, then when, when you're done watching this video, load up a 500 meter time trial and give it everything you've got. And then get in touch with me and let me know how fast you got. Right, I'm not ignoring you. Just need to find my two minute cooldown. It's underneath 59, isn't it? Yay! Okay. Oh, did you go? Oh no, let me reset. Grr. Blooming iPhones in there. Tap to reset. No, nonsense. Two minute cooldown. Connect. Send. You going? Good. There we go. Right, I'll continue with strapless for this. All right, so just pick a pace that you can glide into a nice cooled down state from. I'm gonna be around about 2K plus 30, okay? In three, two, one, go. <sighs> Didn't really talk posture today, apart from a quick throw away at the back. But hopefully, salient points of today's chat about technique we're really there to try and help you if you're uncomfortable at these lower rates but from a posture point of view you want to be up on your sit bones nice and powerful even on this cooldown and even at the back of the stroke you still want your sit bones connected rather than rounding your lower back underneath you and tucking your tailbone underneath you like if you finish like that, that's not right. And posture helps with everything. It helps get the power into the machine. It helps your fitness because all you're doing is hinging backwards and forwards over your hips rather than having to do really weird back maneuvers in order to try and get back and forwards. And if you roll with a good posture, it'll protect your back from injury. Or at least it'll protect your back from poor technique related injury. I'm not going to say you've turned into a superhero just because you're rolling, <laughs> rolling with good posture. Go and fight crime. <laughs> say, you can't get me. I am posture man. 
Ah, oh, there we go. I think we found today's hashtag. <laughs> Posture mat. Should I get a suit with a big P on the front? Okay, one more stroke for me and then I am done with the cool down. You can either continue rowing if you just wanna knock off a few more meters or get off the machine and do some stretching, stretch your quads, your shoulders, your hamstrings, your lower back and things. Make sure you live to fight another day. Posture man must live to fight another day with his bowl of power. <laughs> ah, if I was any good at drawing, I'd draw a posture man. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, anyway, right, oh, sorry, I'll, I'll come back, I'll come back to us, come back, <laughs> I'll come back to you. I do hope you enjoyed it, I mean, it's a really simple session, it's only 30 minutes of your time, and like I say, the effect that this kind of a row has, there's a reason that it pops up in every single plan that I do, that it's in the 500, the 2K, the 5K, the 10K, it's, even if I was to do a half marathon plan, it would still be in there. Is a, is a kind of this regenerative recovery thing because it's such a good session to do. So what I recommend is if you're uncomfortable with it, don't avoid it, do it more, work on your flow, fall in love with it because then, I mean, as much as I love making these videos with you guys and this is what I do nowadays, roll back a couple of years before I was like making these all the time and I just stick on dead mouse on my headphones and just dial in 18 strokes a minute and like vroom, 30, 30 minutes would just go because you just hit that groove, you flow up and down, and you're just like, all you're concentrating on is just that rhythm of the stroke and your breathing and just making sure you're hitting pace and things. It's that real zen state that you, you hit on it that you don't really achieve when you're up at like 26, 28 because you're too busy breathing out your eyes at that stage. So that's all I recommend is that if you can, don't, yeah, if you can, comma, don't avoid this session because it's so beneficial. The 18s and the 20s, the 30 strokes a minute, they, they, they don't just pop up because I'm lazy and I can't think of something else to do, which, yeah, let's, let's, let's get that. It's because they're so so good for you from a rowing point of view, all right? So thank you again for doing this. This was week seven, session four, if you were on the 10K, or it was just a random 30-minute row if you are not on the 10K plan. So I will see you either in week seven, session five, or in a completely different video with different hair, probably a different T-shirt and all that kind of stuff. And I might even have shaved for that one, so I'm getting a bit lazy for you. Um, but yeah. Thank you for coming along and do this, this one with you. It really does. I say it pretty much every time nowadays. It means so much that you spend this time with me, that you let me be the one to keep you company and that you choose my waffling over someone else shouting at you. It does, uh, yeah, it makes, makes me happy. And talking of happy, I'm going to go inside and start cooking my spaghetti bolognese because it's Friday. Yep, spaghetti bolognese time with a nice big bit of baguette. We'll sit down, maybe watch Gogglebox on television um, and just spend some time with me and the wife and a cat in between us. Um, yeah, I like Fridays. I hope you do too. Stay safe, be well. Bye-bye. Got a bit Bob Ross there. Oh, let's paint a picture. Is that a little squirrel?